1: Hey friend Steve here. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available where podcasts can be found and of course taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, this coming weekend? Oh, we're going to do a watch along for the Hammerstein show, the GCW one? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. That sounds fun. We'll be doing that this Sunday, and uh, yeah, how was your weekend? You have a good weekend?
2: It was fine. Yeah, I watched football yesterday. Right on. How did the did the Eagles not do well? Oh, they got annihilated. Oh, really? Destroyed. Okay. Well, Wasn't competitive. I stopped watching at a certain point. they were getting okay. shut out. They eventually scored some points, but they were getting shut out, and I was like, "This game's over." So sorry I, about that. I mean I, know, I, know you're an I kind man. of expected that outcome. So. Yeah.
1: Well, if you go into it with low expectations. We watched the um the Zicky Dice show, by the way. Shout out to Maggie for joining us yes. on the Twitch stream Enforcer Under the Weather right now. So a uh, small programming change for my personal Twitch channel over at MF Steve here, if people care about that. No NX Steve tonight, but I will be doing a Steve Austin uh uh story mode in WWF No Mercy. I dusted off the PS4. I got the no mercy out. That's going to be at twitch.tv forward slash MF Steve here. And then tomorrow, I don't know what I'm going to do for the 2.0 watch line. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Um, But get better enforcer. Hopefully. Yes. You you get through this. Um, So, yeah, the Zicky show uh, real quick before we dive into the news, because we got a couple of big items uh, here in the news uh, brief. But we were there for watching the the Zicky show. Pretty fun stuff. I thought it was cool. I thought it was, you know, there's actually two indie shows this weekend that. Um, that I thought were, were, were pretty cool and, and very indicative of where sort of the indie community is right now. A couple of high-profile shows, Terminus, which I caught this morning, I, I watched <laughs> it. And I thought, you know, they they dealt with a lot being there in the South, and they're getting hit with that the winter, uh, the, 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 oh, the nasty storm, yeah, storm yeah. Yeah. over there. So, you know, between that and the Rona and everything, they were still able to put together a pretty fun show. Um, uh, you know, the, the main event there culminated the the Ring of Honor title match. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Gresham uh in a double pin. They both did like a package on each Aww. other and then they were just sitting there and the ref counted 3 for both of them. So, you know, some people saying an underwhelming way to to end the show. I thought it was pretty cool because it was like these guys are perfectly matched. Like the wrestling yeah, match yeah, itself yeah. was really really good. There were yeah. some really stellar wrestling matches on there. I got to see Fred Heyhe, man, every time. I don't know why He hasn't gotten like a national deal, you know, because this dude is absolutely terrific. Like one of the bigger names needs to pick him up because he's great. Um, Lee Moriarty had a really good match. Uh, There was a lot of fun stuff at Terminus. So I was glad to see that even throughout all the crap they had to put up with, they were still able to put on um, a a really fun show. And then the the Zicky show was a lot of fun, too.
2: Yeah, it was a lot of fun, too. The main event was a lot of fun between Zicky and Evil Uno. Um, kind of over who's over They're fighting over who was the king of Twitch, mm-hmm. um, uh, Thunder Rosa and Ty of Valkyrie put on a really fun match, yeah. uh, top to bottom, just a lot of really fun
1: wrestling. And it was, it's interesting. I'd love to talk to, we got to get Zicky on the, uh, on the channel here one day to talk about sort of the ins and outs of this is a thing where Twitch, uh, had a hand in it. I'm not sure, you know, like from a business standpoint, I'm not sure exactly what the arrangement was but it was broadcast on Zicky's channel for free on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of watch-alongs out there as well arranged, uh, including ours. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's interesting to see Twitch, you know, pre-pandemic, they were really making a play for the wrestling space. And mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that now Indie Wrestling is back. They're doing that again, seeing which channels are blowing up. And Zicky does some really, really creative, cool stuff on his yeah. channel. Yeah, he does. Um, And uh, he's at the forefront of sort of just – that that personal brand he's got going is just it's something else. It really it is. is. It's it great. It really is. Um, and so yeah, it's it's interesting to see what entities are going to step up because according to according to Zicky's all the all the numbers that were in across all I guess all the platforms or all the channels, three hundred and fifty thousand unique viewers watching wow. the Zicky Dice Outlandish Paradise. Which is a pretty big number. And, you know, it's not people that are plunking out for a pay-per-view, but you get that many eyes on your product, that's never a bad thing, you know? Because then that you you go on to get sponsorships, et cetera, et cetera. That's really awesome. And it's interesting to see where the future is in indie wrestling. Terminus, a show put together, I think, by Gresham. And, uh, and, you know, look at all the buzz that that's been getting from day Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Ring of Honor taking a, a time out here. Well, you've got this dude who's got the Ring of Honor title out there defending it in different places and in his own promotion. Uh, mm-hmm. That's really awesome. These days, if you build your own brand, you get there with social media uh, and and any of the, the, the different platforms that are out there. You can really you can really put a dent in, in the business yeah. out there. It's interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah, it is interesting. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, we can dive in the new into the news now. We got a lot to talk about today. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh, first here, uh, so Mustafa Ali, who we have long considered one of, if not the most underutilized talents in WWE, dude, it should be face of the company. Yeah, um, he could do it all. He's a great in ring worker, great talker, insanely creative. Mm-hmm. Any of the, the 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 stuff he he's got out and shot, I believe his name's Craig, with Craig Mitchell. I believe mm-hmm. that's his name. It's like all great, mm-hmm. and it's all of it's been different. Um, so yesterday, I believe he took to Twitter to ask from, for his release from WB So we tweeted out, quote, I'm requesting my release from WB. And there was a video along with that that said, quote, I have a message that is much bigger than my dreams in pro wrestling. Despite my best efforts, I will not be able to deliver this message while working with WWE. Therefore I'm requesting my release from WB. Uh, FIFO select followed up with a lengthy report, which noted that Ali, Uh, debuted a new gimmick a few weeks back. I believe it was mid-November, where he's standing. It's like uh, standing in front of a podium, kind of giving a political Mm -hmm. uh, address. Yeah, and he says, while that gimmick or Feifel says while that gimmick was initially approved, apparently Vince changed his mind. Instead, pitched Ali on an idea that Feifel describes as quote something Mustafa Ali would never have done. Feifel adds that this pitch quote led to a heated argument between the two. And Ali has been off TV ever since.
1: Yeah. So, like you said at the head, Ali is an immensely creative person. And that's the one thing that I think separates him. Look, there's a lot of great talent. He is one of the best pure actual wrestlers they have. Like, we can agree on that for sure. totally, totally. One thing that we can also agree on is there's a lot of people with pure wrestling talent in WWE. It's a stacked roster, right? Yeah. Anybody yeah. most of the people there can put on just stellar matches if given, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 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 floor. What he brings that so few others bring is that creativity. He was one of the first people to be doing to be going outside the company using his social media to cut these amazing, like you said with you said his name was Craig Mitchell is that the I name? Believe of, his name's Craig Mitchell, yeah. These awesome video promos, cinematic promos. Um, to 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 further his brand, further his character, to make yeah. people more uh, uh, wanting to see him on on TV. And then that stuff never, you know, they never did anything with that. They never looked at him and said, hey, you you th- that's a guy who's going after the brass ring right there. I that's know. a guy who's building up anticipation. Same thing that that Zach Ryder was doing back in the day. He was yeah. getting over on his own using the early days social of social media. media. Yeah. 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 And so and that wasn't rewarded. And so you got Mustafa Ali, a guy who has everything, so much charisma in ring, ten, right? Yeah. And and they just they they do nothing with him. And then he's the only thing that brought any sort of intrigue to Retribution, but yeah. that was dead on arrival. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. during the the time when Raw was just a complete dead zone of creativity, the stuff with him and Mansoor was like, for weeks, the only thing that I was interested in. And it was maybe like a five to seven minute match. Oh, fat. That, that. Or a backstage segment. The one thing Ali was really good at
2: with his TV time was using that TV time effectively and efficiently. Because yeah. yeah. you, you watch a lot of those Mansoor Ali matches. They were maybe given three to five minutes. And they maximized yeah. the amount of story they got of those three to five minutes. Yeah, and you could—it it was a guarantee. Whatever time they had that week was going to be used to its utmost effectiveness and advan- actually advancing the story between the two of them. So often we see segments on Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. where they're trying to advance story, but it's just the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Um, and the thing about Ali is—is is, yeah, he's immensely creative. Everything that he either came up with or was given, he would do. Like, wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Like, he was put with this retribution stable, which, as you mentioned, was, was essentially crap on arrival. Mm-hmm. You put him at, uh, as a leader of it. It actually generated some interest, and he was doing some stuff on his own there. Like, he explained why they had new names, yes. why they had the masks, yes. yeah. stuff that WWE didn't even bother trying to explain when they debuted, um, you know, from the early film promos he did. To the most recent one, Mm -hmm. it was all about. It seemed like he was always trying new things Mm -hmm. to to get opportunities within WWE. Yeah, yeah. And and he it's just he's such an imaginative, creative mind. And it's an absolute. I don't understand how WWE has all these insane talents, not just injuring talents, but insane creative talents under contract, and seemingly can't do anything. Yeah, right. To get them featured on TV. Yeah. Because there's so many people that they've employed over the years. Sorry, signed a contract uh, over the years. Who could be huge stars, faces of the company, make tons of money for WB. And they just they, they squander those opportunities yeah. on a
1: regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I it, obviously we, we can't speculate too much as far as what. So we talked about. Ali had debuted a, a, a new gimmick, some sort of like political mm-hmm. slant on on the kind of thing that he, he wants to do. And it was initially approved. Vince changed his mind and pitched Ali on an idea. And it was something that Feifel described, something Mustafa, Mustafa Ali would not have never have done. Now, I don't think it's unfair or uh, bad form. Obviously, we can't speculate on the details because we have no idea what they would be. But... Time and time again, WWE has loved the typical foreign heel anti-American guy. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that's and who knows if we'll ever get the story on it, but it wouldn't shock me at all. If that was one of the things, if that was the thing that Vince wanted out of him. And it, it, it sort of just illustrates why you need somebody who isn't 76 years old, a weird billionaire in charge of creative because Vince doesn't get it. Like he might understand, Oh, he's a big guy. He's a draw. He might understand sort of like the tentpole attraction stuff. Like he's not terrible at that. But when you are dealing with a guy like Ali, who has a message that is very much in 2022 and Vince McMahon, who's still booking for 1985, that ain't going to work. It's not going to get people to tune and be like, oh, this is interesting. This is something that belongs today. And Ali belongs in the today. And this bullshit that Vince probably pitched him probably doesn't even belong in 1985, to be honest with you. Um, And that's the infuriating part is because you don't have somebody who's younger, you know, calling the shots, running the show with more of a pulse on what's acceptable today and and that that is a true shame because you could have all the production of the WWE with some fresh minds running the show, you know giving us a product that feels like it's 2022 and 19, not 1985 mm-hmm. and that, that's that's where the, the the crime is here and uh, and Ali, all I can say is whatever company picks him up should let him just run free yep. because and and look he hasn't been released yet. Who knows what his contract situation is like. But, dude, WWE has budget issues, man. They're always releasing people because of budget cuts. I know. I know all these budget cuts. You you know, know. you want to continue to be the most profitable entity on planet Earth, then release the guy so that you continue to do that. Because we all know you have budget issues and you have to continuously release people. I mean, they had such budget issues, Larson. They had to release people during a pandemic when they couldn't get work elsewhere. They had to do yeah. that because of budget cuts. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, they just couldn't. They 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 could they, they couldn't do anything about it. They had to do it. They couldn't they do, do anything it. about it. They had to do it, making you know billions of dollars, but they, they, they had to. But but still,
2: they had to budget cuts. They had to do it. They had to do it. Yeah. Uh. You know. As of this recording, about one o'clock Pacific on Monday, no word yet if Ali has been granted his release. Uh, we just want the the we just wanted to be happy. We want him to showcase what he can do, truly do. Um, and if that's not going to be in WB then hopefully he's able to go somewhere where he can showcase his immense talents. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, if and when he gets his release, I'm really excited to see what what he can do because mm-hmm. I think he's great. I've been I've been a huge Ali fan for a number of years, and I'm really excited to see what he can do when he's allowed to do or given the freedom to do what he can do.
1: There's no reason for them to keep him at this point. At this point, honestly, if anybody asked for the release, they should just damn well give it to him. Why wouldn't they? You know, the the only answer is spite. It's the only answer why they'd keep him yeah, around. No, They're not going to use know. him. He asked for like one show off for paternity leave, and, uh, and that was back in November, I think, according to Fightful. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And uh, and whoever, what, who, whatever this bullshit is, you know. I don't know. Anyways, um, hopefully uh, he gets uh, what he wants.
0: You can host the best backyard
3: barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit angie.com that's a n g i dot com
1: yeah, uh speaking of getting so. what they want, Cody Rhodes apparently is a free agent. The world is his oyster. He could do whatever he wants. Fightful Select reported this morning that one of the founders of AEW, Cody Rhodes, the the mayor of Cody Island, is currently a free agent. They, add, they added that Cody's deal expired at the end of 2021. He's been working shows without a contract. There was an update to this, too. He doesn't have, like, a separate EVP contract or nothing. He's free, baby. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, You know, it, it, whenever it comes to Cody, especially, because he's kind of doing this meta heel, not heel storyline thing. It's hard not to speculate or think about. Well, how is this going to affect the overall Cody story? Now, I'm not saying that him his contract running out is work, but it's entirely possible that his contract running out and him being a free agent, they could take that and use that in whatever story to tell about. Cody. I hope they do. Oh, I hope they do. Because he's well. supposed to be he's supposed to be uh, uh, on dynamite this Wednesday. Mm, yeah. Do you so, think this is why
1: they did the interim championship thing? Because they're like, uh oh. Cody's going to show up on uh what's the uh, like Smackdown or something with the garbage can and dump the t- TNT oh, title no, there. So yeah. cuz here's the thing, I'd
2: be I'd be I'd be I'd be quite surprised if Cody doesn't return to AEW. As you mentioned, founder, one of the founders of the company's executive vice president was I don't know if he's uh still uh, conducting his duties as EVP despite having no contract. Um, you know, but of course this kind of stuff spur speculation is he going to be in the rumble yeah. He's got no deal with AEW he can show up at the rumble be in the rumble get eliminated and go back to AEW hey um dan daniels has it here the hammerstein gcw this weekend whoa entirely possible like there's Damn. so much that he could potentially do but like here's the thing apart from going to wb there's a lot of stuff he could potentially do even still while under a contract with AEW you know mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know i kind of feel like is he is his contract Probably has expired. They'll probably use us for whatever storyline they're telling with Cody. And then at a certain point, he'll quietly sign a new deal. That's what I would expect.
1: You're probably right.
2: You're probably right. I, don't ex- I mean, if he leaves and signs WB, it'd be pretty surprising given what he said in the past.
1: Um, can't make his music again, over there, man. He can't make his own music. Exactly. He likes He's, making yeah, exactly. music. Yeah. But stranger things have happened. Oh, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. Anything can happen. Um, yeah, the Rumble, the Hammerstein... You know, oh well, they can't have a match with Triple H these days. Uh, At Mm 2.0, man, Mm -hmm. the possibilities are endless. What you're saying is probably right. I am interested to see if Cody ends up turning this into story uh, uh, there in in AEW. But clearly, AEW has given him sort of the biggest and brightest opportunities to shine.
2: Like, imagine if, if, you know, this news is out there. So, I imagine a a decent portion of AEW. Uh, fan base will be aware of this by the time dynamite rolls around on Wednesday. Oh yeah, he gets on the mic, he starts talking about how much he loves AEW. He wants to be there for the rest of his career, and everybody's like, "Hold up, yeah, well, you got no deal, buddy. You are no deal." Um, you know, this could all feed to the idea that, he, that Cody, seemingly the character of Cody Rhodes in his mind, is super babyface, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, to the crowd, he's still very much a heel. At some point, character Cody Rhodes is going to become heel just as much as crowd already feels he is. A
1: heel. I would gonna love for this point. to be just some overbook story stuff. You bring Tony on the TV <laughs> and begging, begging <laughs> Cody. Cody says, you know, kiss the, kiss the ring or whatever. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And then like, uh,
2: someone here in chat before we start said, what if, what if these contract negotiations, at least in storyline lead to him getting mm-hmm. a title shot, yeah, an AW title the shot.
1: Yeah. This could be the way to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, who knows, man? For all we know, he's already signed, and they're just super working it. Pro- maybe not. Probably not. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Cody keeping himself relevant here in the 2022 with all these huge names coming to AEW. Speaking of uh, uh, continuing along the thread of AEW and what they're doing, uh, uh, competition, be it talent uh, between WWE and AEW or uh, the amount of gore. <laughs> On their on their programming. So, the Toronto Star recently had an article about that competition between WWE and AEW. And WWE actually offered up a statement about why, in their estimation, AEW's brand of wrestling simply will never appeal to the masses. And this is the statement here. If you look at the gory self-mutilation that bloodied several women... In the December 31st event on TNT, of course, that was the Rampage match with uh, uh, the, the Bunny, uh, Penelope Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it uh, Statlander? No, who was it? No, it was Ty Conti and uh, Anna Jane. Oh, Jay. Anna Jane, and Ty Conti, yeah. And it quickly becomes clear that these are very different businesses. We had an edgier product in the Attitude Era, and in the 2022 world, we don't believe that that type of dangerous and brutal display is appealing to network partners, sponsors, venues, children, or the general public as a whole. I ended there with my Vince voice.
2: Um, you did. Yeah. Uh, this I'm, surprised, is, I'm surprised it did, wasn't punctuated by,
1: get it? Get it? Or, uh, we won't insult your intelligence. <sighs> Gory self-mutilation. Wow. Of like well, course, it was Vince on a on
2: investor call referred to AEW with a blood, blood and against. guts wrestling.
1: So are we gonna get like a special themed dynamite episode called gory self mutilation? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of a that's a bit of a tongue twister right there. It's their version of a uh, hell in a cell or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. AEW presents gory self mutilation. I mean. This is petty stupid, man. Oh, it is. This company, WWE, is worth ten times, ten times, probably more than ten times the amount of AEW. Don't you have better things to worry about? Get out of here, gory self mutilation. Get over yourself. That's silly. How long? I mean, there was a lot of responses
2: following the statement on Twitter, and someone or several people brought up a fairly recent example of WB having seemingly intentional blood and won their matches. And that was Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam 2016. And rather than do something that while, you know, accidents happen, sometimes people go too far in terms of blading, cutting themselves. They had Brock Lesnar, like legit, elbow Randy Orton until he bled, giving Orton a concussion. Yeah, That's dangerous. I know Brock's a trained fighter. And if he felt confident that he could do it safely, I i mean, I guess W thought that was fine. But if I had a choice between someone getting struck in the head several times to make him bleed versus somebody who was trained on how to do that correctly and safely.
1: Yes. They literally had an, a match called Eye for an Eye. That's true. The Project CMR, uh, CMR here yeah. reminds us this. Yeah. They, they had Seth Rollins, yeah, Jim Ray Mysterio's head into the corner of some steel steps. And his eye was dislocated or something like whatever the name was. Yeah, yeah, popped out of the socket. Popped out of its socket, and they had a silly little gory. What are you talking about, gory self mutilation? You have eyes popping out of head. Yes, Larson, you have your Tronin says in 2021 they had Orton Kayfay burn the fiend alive. Right, they burnt immolation, gory immolation. We saw that man. Yeah. What are and they if,
2: talking about if, here? And Forrester points out that Jeff Hardy threw piss at Sheamus as well.
1: <laughs> Jeff Hardy threw viscous, gooey piss at Sheamus. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about here?
2: Yeah. It's all yeah.
1: just entertainment, man.
2: I know. I know. Oh, oh, all the my. sweets. The sweets, Randus. Hey, what's
1: up, sweets? What's Thanks up?
2: So uh, So, yeah, I know. This is petty. This is BS. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, not, Miz lot got lot eaten by zombies.
1: It. They had zombies. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here with this, man. My goodness gracious. You look at the you look at the uh, the ruthless aggression era. That was known for just bloodletting. Screw like not the attitude era is whatever compared to no, the ruthless no. aggression no. era. No, like, look at some of the matches in the ruthless aggression era. Blood everywhere. any combination of like JBL Cena and Eddie Guerrero, right? and uh and and you're gonna talk to me about this, and they have a brand new document or the, the second season of their weird kayfabed uh Ruth's aggression documentary uh, documentary where yep. they're glorifying that stuff. Get out of here with that stuff, man. Oh, children aren't gonna be able to see the school. Goofy, goofy. You know, everybody
2: Bronkowitz. Hold on. hold The Stanley Bronkowitz here says Ricochet broke Rich Holland's nose. WB won't stop showing
1: the aftermath. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's it. It's silliness. Everybody's stopped. Stop taking shots at everybody. Even a terminus. One of the commentators like we have more than one wrestling match on this show. Yeah, two. And they're both great matches. They're both really the Diamante. Uh- oh, crap. Now I'm stuck. What's her name? Somebody in chat helped me out here. Janai Kai?
2: Oh yeah 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 Is yeah, that her yeah, name? Yeah. Okay,
1: cool. I, it was in my head, but I was like, I don't want to get this right. Yeah, Janai Kai. Okay, hey, look at me. Um it was a really terrific match. And then Jordan Grace Um uh Kara Hogan was a mm-hmm. really terrific match. Mm-hmm. Um that goofy title, the impact digital media title. They need oh, to, yeah. they need to change that name. Um so yeah, everybody needs to stop taking shots. AEW stop taking shots. WWE stop taking shots. Everybody stop taking shots. Okay. Just do you. Just do you. Yeah. Be new. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyways.
2: Yeah. Uh, We got a Rod tonight. Uh, they announced three segments. These are all talking bits. First, the <laughs> almighty Bobby Lashley responds to Brock Lesnar's jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next, Rawman's champion Becky Lynch reacts to new
1: challenger Doudrop. Dude, Wait, back up. That first one. They're not gonna do some cheesy bit where they put like a brick wall behind Bobby Lashley and have him do some stand-up, are they? Like he's at the Laugh Factory. That's totally within the realm of possibility, right? I know. <laughs> I
2: know. <laughs> uh, then finally, can RK Bro bounce back from losing the Raw Tag Team Titles? Uh,
1: yeah, probably. They probably they they can probably bounce back.
2: So J Man has another example. Shayna literally bit Becky Lynch. Oh man! But that wasn't self
1: mutilation. That was mutilation. That was
2: nonetheless. If the idea is that people know, don't want to see know, a bunch know. of blood in their wrestling,
1: I know it's st- it's stupid. And I know that W whoever this is that's putting out this statement would probably quibble and say, "Well, no, they're doing it to themselves by blading and all that kind of." But it's like, come on, man! These are grown ass adults. They know what they're doing. I know. I know. It's like so I said. I'd,
2: I'd much rather have you know, accidents always happen. You know, we saw with Eddie Guerrero, he cut himself too much mm. when the shock apparently after his match. That yeah. being said. I'd much rather have a situation where people are trained to do it correctly and do it themselves rather yeah. than have someone hit
1: them with elbows repeatedly until they bleed and risk head injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, fiberglass. Kevin Owens headbutted Vince in 2017. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Silly, man.
2: Silly. It is silly. It is silly. Anyways, want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's answer some questions.
1: Got a thread up here on the Twitter. Every Monday we put up a thread on the Twitter, twitter.com, the forward slash at real going in raw. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Also want to uh, mention, of course, our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Got a new feature over there. It's called the Kip Up Weekly Newsletter. We do a newsletter where we conglomerate all the new stories of the week, along with our takes on those news stories. All the results from all the shows that we cover here at Going In Raw. And uh, our must-see matches of the week. Any Friendo news from the Friendoverse that could be going on. Uh, results mm-hmm. from predictions, et cetera, et cetera. It's all conglomerate. It's all in that one wrapped up into the, the Kip it's Up. There. The Kip Up it's Weekly. All so check it out. If you don't have time to keep up with all the wrestling, if you don't have time to keep up even with this show, hey, we've got that there. And it's a great way to help support going in raw. Plus, on top of that, uh, you can import the RSS feed there on Patreon. And so you get this show in the audio realm ad-free plus both bonus episodes. Get all that stuff over there, and more, and more.
2: Uh, Mr. Triple Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr., you find yourself in the world, though, brother, where art thou? Which wrestler or wrestlers would you want with you or on your adventures?
1: Oh, man, so you're in the 1920s, 30s, Thirties, I think. 20s or 30s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio is yeah, everything. Yeah. Uh, it's like very Dust Bowl-type situation. I mean, uh, the obvious answer would probably be probably the Vaudevilles. <laughs> yeah, right. But then to them that'd be like 'cause isn't the vaudevillains is that more of like a nineteen tens, nineteen hundreds type thing? Maybe, so they'd maybe. be their minds would be blown by the future. Yeah, I guess. They'd feel out of place. All these horseless
2: carriages everywhere, huh? Yeah.
1: Oh, Joe R S is Bobby Fish. He's got old timey yeah. feel to him. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh yeah, yeah, vaud Yeah, time travelers. That's a good one. Uh oh yeah, here we go. The enforcer. I'm assuming he's asking this for a friend. Power rank the top three moves you can triple team one idiot jabroni with. Well, Shield Powerbomb. Shield Powerbomb. That's that's shield it. Power bomb yeah, that's one. it. Absolutely.
2: Oh, uh, wow. Jonathan says, Braun Strowman as a strong man. For, yeah. Uh, who to oh, pick yeah. With you
1: to... I could see that. He looks like oh, a – Ridge Holland looks like a, an old-timey yeah. wrestler as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick Sparks, what's the best and worst movie about wrestling? The interesting thing is they both have the same title. It's Aronofsky's the wrestler is the best, and yeah. uh, Vern Gagne's the wrestler is the worst.
2: Um, I
1: don't know if I don't know if that's the worst. I went oh, for I, a, I went for a
2: fun answer for a fun yeah, poetic because I thought you can even say the best and worst could be the same movie, which would be Vern Gagne's The Wrestler.
1: <laughs> give it, give it, give it, give me a reason why it'd be the best. National Wrestling Office, come on. <laughs> Look at all those cameos from wrestlers and promoters. Oh, I love I love I love watching that best of going in Raw video where she says wrestling office, and you're just sitting there you go, Wrestling office, she says. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, we ran with that one for the next seventy five <laughs> minutes Rest, or wrestling office, she wrestling says. Wrestling office, she says. <laughs> <laughs> it's some backwards, you know, phrasing there. Wrestling yeah, office. Yeah, well, I mean it was like says. two in the morning. So. Yeah, no, it's great.
0: Have
2: n't haven't been a ton of them.
0: I'll be. I
1: probably haven't seen it to be honest with you. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I couldn't get past the first ten minutes of fighting for my family. Ooh. Because it's like people are saying ready to rumble. Oh, that has a special place in a lot of people's hearts, though. Yeah. Um. Because it's ridiculous. But fighting for my family is just extra cynical because it's like WWE's weird version of like kayfabe, not kayfabe. You know. I don't know. I couldn't get, I couldn't get, I was like, oh, body slam is the best. The best to me would probably be Aronofsky's the wrestler. That movie. That's a great movie.
2: That's a great movie. Uh, Mike Hobbs. What do you think WB could do to change Mustafa Ali's mind about wanting release besides money? I'm not sure money would change his mind.
1: I don't think money would change. I think it'd be a platform. I mean, he says, you know, I've got a message. I've got one. And he's been very clear about what that is. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, give him the freedom, give him, give him the ability to tell his message and give him the, give yeah. him your blessing. Yep. Show him that yep. you understand. I think that's probably, that's probably the most frustrating part is talking to Vince is probably like talking to a brick wall. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, like that's that what, gurgles that's what, uh, back at you.
2: Moxley said, we know who you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Lee if you guys were misted and joined the House of Black what would each of your body full your body full of tattoos consist of what would be the big chest or back centerpiece you see this <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good, gonna be yeah. across my back yeah the Sid, and I'd have Sid and I'd have big red tattooed across my, my waist that's really good yeah boy that that's really good yeah Um, mine would be it would just be the roster of NXT UK <laughs> <laughs> okay. But from the thumbnail, so the the, the roster when it launched. Yeah, right. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, thumbnail yeah. on the network still yeah. has Rhea Ripley still... and Pete Dunne. And... Yeah. It's so like old timey yeah. Tyler Bate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heel
2: Long Heavy. If WB opens the door to have an AEW star in the Rumble, could there be anyone more disappointing than Christian Cage?
1: Oh my God. That would be totally disappointing for like on multiple levels for me. But
2: what if he what if what he came out for a spot in the rumble? They played his old theme.
1: Christian. It w- it would be. That'd I get would, a pop from me. That would be great. It would just be a huge facepalm for me. Oh God, Big Show. Yeah, that w- Big Show would actually be more underwhelming than Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's mm-hmm. a couple names that would be thoroughly underwhelming. Taz would be amazing. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be great. Bam, It'd be great. And there's oh, the, the, the the Tron with the multiple Taz's. Yeah, no.
2: I mean, that his theme is pretty well. I mean, the shields theme was just his theme, slowed down, right? Exactly. Pretty
1: much. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we've sort uh, of talked man about from
2: out that west. One. Do you think, with how poor WWE has been for these past few years in terms of storylines, releases, it will tarnish how Vince McMahon's legacy or WWE's legacy is
1: viewed? No, I don't think it has anything to do necessarily with the creative. I think it has. It's going to do more. It's going to their legacy is going to be more more tied to business practices, going back to like gobbling up the territories and putting people out of business, and uh, and all these ultimatums and whatnot. I th- I kind of feel, and then even up to like Saudi Arabia deals. I th- I kind of feel releasing people to, to, during a pandemic. I feel like their legacy is going to be more tied to their business practices. Than anything they did creatively.
2: <clears throat> uh, DKC wants to know when are you going to re-upload Numbers Don't Lie Eddie Guerrero?
1: It's done. It should be done. I'll I'll take a look at this uh, during the post-show.
2: All right, um,
1: But that should uh, be done.
2: Nikyle, name three uh, male and three female wrestlers from NXT UK you would like to see in the respective Rumble matches, whether or not NXT UK are given a chance for them to be higher-ups to showcase their skills, promote the brand.
1: So three wrestlers from NXT UK to be in the men's women's Rumble. Oh man! As much as I'd love to see Sam Gradwell, he's currently trying to enlist anybody to face off with him against Pretty Deadly.
2: That might be your favorite story of all wrestling. It game. really
1: is. Oh, he's terrific. Him that little bit with him and Nathan Frazier—just I watched that like ten times. Oh yeah, that's great. Burt Winning says, "All of Gallus." There's too many that's, names.
2: That's my answer: is Gallus. Yeah, Gallus would be great. They come that like they 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 are three consecutive numbers. They have come out on the stage at one time to the three <laughs> three way handshake say like Mark goes in the ring and then Wolfgang yeah. and the Joe. Yeah. And once the time lapse, they'll go yeah. up there and do the yeah. You get to hear that song 3 times.
1: Oh,
2: oh man, that'd be awesome. Uh uh for the women's rumble, give me mako Oh man, Millie. Millie
1: and then probably Blair Davin. Well, I'd go I'd go with I'd go Ginny. with Jenny. Yeah. I'd go with Jenny. She's she's really paid her dues there, man. Uh, White Brownie asks Have you guys ever had an awkward moment When explaining what you do for a living Whether it be at Going in Raw Or, or when you worked at Machinima
2: So well, not necessarily awkward But when I try to explain to people what I did I... So I generally say I do Stuff with video games on YouTube And, and when people heard that They were like for the Machinima days They were like oh so you make them No no. Uh-uh. So you review them though No no.
1: Just say pay attention please <laughs> Yeah yeah, no, I usually I go really broad, depending on the person. I say, oh, I'm, I, I'm a video producer. I edit and produce video. Well, like now,
2: it's pretty easy. I, well, I do a podcast. Oh, what about?
1: Wrestling. Oh, okay, like WB stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's generally how the conversation goes these days.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, because everybody knows what a podcast is these days. Exactly. Yeah. No, I've never really had. I mean, yeah, I've, I've probably stumbled over my words trying to explain it in the past, but. Uh, oh, here we go. Joel Hartman. When do you expect the Briscoes to debut on AEW this year?
2: Uh, I kind of expect FTR to show up at the uh, Hammerstein this week. Yeah,
1: because the Briscoes have an open challenge, don't they? Mm-hmm. That's got to be mm-hmm.
2: FTR right there.
1: Mm-hmm. They're going to try to start a riot at the Hammerstein.
2: Uh, Fear and Loathing asked Do you guys think if push came to shove, you'd be able to get into a heated argument with Vince McMahon? If so, what would it sound like?
1: Oh, geez. I don't know. I mean,. <sighs> Could like if if it could be on a, a, any number of subjects. I mean, God, you pick it, yeah. I you know I sneeze. What was that? What I sneezed? I fucking, I fucking sneezed, Vince. i I'm human. Fucking sneezed, man. It's a thing that happens. And then I'd fart. Get out of my running. office. Yeah. No. Crop you got to air some grievance with, grievances with you. Yeah. yeah. Number one, let's talk about Hulk Hogan. Uh, let's see here. Dominic, name a match from last year that everyone didn't enjoy, but you did enjoy. Shit, I don't know. Oh, wow. That's the last year. I've that, that, that kind of erased all last year from my memory already. Sorry. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's already in the recycle bin. It really is. <laughs> How about this? Is, this is a tougher one. Here, here's the quote. Let's just start here. Name a match from last year. <laughs> I'll just say uh, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, hell in a cell. Yeah, that's, all, that's perfect. That's great. That's great. Yeah, same. <laughs> Name a match from 2021. I don't know. WrestleMania.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Cameron says, just got engaged. So who would you choose as your groomsman in a wedding? And who would be your best man? Thanks, friend. I guess if if it were wrestlers in your
1: wedding party Well, my best man would be Miro that was his gimmick when he came in AEW that's true the best man yeah now it'd be a little bit weird though like you're up there and and and, you know your officiants talking about in the eyes of God blah 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 he's like oh let me tell you about the Godman yeah I know (laughs) well I mean your your best man would be Adam Cole right oh of course he's my best friend yeah he doesn't know it but he's my best friend I have a picture with him it'd be Chugs Chugs and to be
2: Kyle O'Reilly and, and Roderick Strong, right?
1: Oh, I don't think Kyle O'Reilly would do it because I put my arm in his shoulder. Jonathan says Boogs. Yeah, Boogs would be a great best man. You go up there, you start.
2: <laughs> and shred shredding. Flexing. Do all the music for your
1: wedding. <laughs> Can you please hand the ring over?
2: Flex is on you. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, let's see here. Shane's birthday tweet Do you feel ex WWE employees get less interviews if they're more positive towards the company after a release? And speak only highly of things they experienced during it. Oh, I don't know. I don't. No, know. I don't think so. I mean, obviously, like you know, if they're saying other but good stuff, it's going to make less headlines, of course. But you know, because everybody likes a good.
2: Oh, this is a great question. A good shoot. All, 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 all along the watchtower. What two modern day wrestlers would you pay to watch the Gotch v Hackenschmidt style epic catches catch can? Match. Give me Brian Danielson and Zach Sabre Jr., please. Daniel
1: Bryan and Brian Danielson.
2: Oh, wow. Like a fin
1: too deep situation where they do that with each other. Uh, Rawgate whistleblower. Let me try to think of a different – I'd go with uh, the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. And I'd go with – I mean, they just had that match. Him and Gresham just had that match, so I'm not going to say Gresham. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'd go with – I'd go with Josh Alexander. I'd, I'd go with Lee Moriarty. Oh. Because that dude, answer. he is slick. He is yeah, he slick, is. man. He is. Yeah. Uh,
2: Greg Morris, with all the
1: releases, pick only three you want to see in AEW. Oh, man. Hey, I want to do that video. I was thinking this week uh, uh, for Frendo Club TV, you and I can have a two-man uh, uh, a new promotion draft.
2: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Take yeah, all yeah. the free
1: agents and we see who drafts the best team. Okay. The best promotion, rather. All right, let's do a little preview here. We can each draft three people. The number one pick right now, I feel like it's, it's like 1A and 1B. I'm not sure who brings more. It's either Bray or it's Keith Lee. But I kind of feel like it'd be Bray because of all the promo film stuff, all the filmmaking mm-hmm. stuff, like instantly enhances your production value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. think my
2: only hesitancy about taking Bray over Keith Lee is he's obviously got interests outside of wrestling that make, might take time away from and potentially creative energies from what he does in the wrestling.
1: Um yeah, but like everybody loves part timers. So like you know, he'd be in a trash. I'm not sure, that's thing. that's the case. All right, you take Bray, I'll take Keith Lee. Okay, fair enough. Uh let's see here. Um, uh, uh, sort of uh, Wolverine says, if Triple H leaves the company, would you rather he start a wrestling school or his own promotion? Oh, his own promotion. I can't watch a wrestling school on t- Well, I do. It's called NXT 2.0. Exactly. Um, I'd rather watch a promotion. Yes. Let's see here. Uh, uh, I love this question, and it always confused me. Jay Butler says... Why haven't, why hasn't the tribal chief taken up for his cousin-in-law, Naomi? It seems like the easy, I mean, I I guess I know why they want to keep her a face. And Roman's like a bad guy with the bloodline. Um, But man, they should really, you know, give us some interaction between Naomi and her husband and the tribal chief. How great would that be? That could be a lot of fun. Do it, just do it.
2: That could be some good stuff. Yet they don't do it, and I don't know
1: why. Yeah, it's weird. That's weird. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Join us tomorrow for our Raw Review at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern, right here at the twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, and afterwards, wherever podcasts can be found, of course, on YouTube. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
3: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com that's A-N-G-I dot com
0: Angie's list is now Angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why I thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing